to respect our name. Respect our name. I respect my name. No, is your fin- see no, you, <laughs> you just went against the rules. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's fine. It's We're going to be fine regardless. So, um Are you finished or are you done? Oh. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> a little, right. bit of, little bit of sauce All on right. that so one. So, I guess we got to, you know, we introduce our guests right off the bat. We have the beautiful Erica Ramirez. Hi. Hey. Hi guys. Um formally of Do you like formalies? Yeah, I'm down. Do you like formally of Vibe? Mm-hmm. Vibe. Formally billboard. of Billboard. Yeah. And now you are you've begun the arduous journey of your own Yes. magazine. Illy. Illy? Yes. Okay, because that's how I was wondering how it was. Yeah, I know. You, I mean, if you want to <laughs> say I was like, I-L-Y, I love you, I O Y. Illy just sounds to me a, a little cooler, and that's. No, it's way what cooler. I of. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we have you here. What's, I'm here. How's mm-hmm. everything? Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, also, respect to your Nicole Ray poster that I just noticed. Oh, yes. Make it hot single artwork. That is. They sent us that as like promotional material a long time ago. Probably like twenty years ago. Yeah. This is there's also very... like a huge Gerald Levert poster in the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I hope you didn't take that off. <laughs> no, we oh, didn't. Okay, it's okay. just in the back because we can't keep it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're back for episode fifty nine of Two Belts Podcast. Mm-hmm. Congrats! That's a lot of episodes. Good I know job. it's weekly, like weekly, yeah. and that's hard. <laughs> like a lot of people can't manage that. No, yeah, but we're great. here every Friday and or Thursday. Depending on how our schedules work out, mm-hmm. and yeah, episode fifty nine. So you know we're here. Finally, we get you here. Yes, on the podcast. Yes, back with the. <laughs> I want to say finally back with the podcast, and but that's that's two party next door, Kalani. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I so I've wanted to interview for a long time. Actually, do you uh, know? Yeah, I know that's weird. I'm I'm not that interesting. That's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> that's okay because like. You were the first person to ever give me any publication, like, on a major platform and pay me for it. Mm. <laughs> that last part is very important. got to pay stuff at your it. home with your you, name you, signed under it. You yeah. beat Adele at Vibe when she was initially at Vibe. Now she's at Billboard. Yeah. You beat her by, like, two days. Because initially I got – initially I sent you both the pit, sent you both mm-hmm. separate pitches – and then, like, you're the one who first responded. It was just like, yeah, cool. We put it so up. So I'm here. better. Is what you're you were quicker. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm not I doing. Love no, I love Adele. Yes. Aww, Adele. We, she was a, she's a former guest on the show. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. But yeah, so I want to sort of delve into your life a little bit in terms of you know professionally, um, not so much personally, maybe a little bit personally, but you know. Why not? Yeah. So let's delve into your life because you are a Cali girl. I am. From which part of California are you from? I was born in San Jose, but mm-hmm. I was raised in Tracy. It's like a very small town, kind of closer to Stockton. I have and no idea where Stockton is. Stockton is what area? Stockton, Sacramento, like Northern California. Oh, okay. We, yeah. I have no concept of California. Okay. I have like a small concept of California. I know where like the major cities are. So if you point out where you are. And, right. That's and why I have to like name other If it's other not cities. the Bay Area, because I have a friend from the Bay Area. So he kind of like laid out the map for me because he's originally from Richmond, but he moved over. I forget where. But he's like, oh, he's always talking about the BART and how it's better than the MTA. And I'm like... I forget that California is, like, most of the coast. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, well, San Jose, that's, like, you know, from, like, you know, the Bronx to, like, Brooklyn or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, it's that's kind a of. That's a landmass. 
It's kind of like from New York to like Virginia to like South Carolina to like a long. You're, ass. you're digging yourself just a deeper hole. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have no concept. I have no concept of California yeah. geography. I want to go there, but yeah, we yeah. haven't we haven't planned it yet. No, I mean the the Bart's not as frustrating as the MTA. Mm. Oh, um, that's. Yes. I don't think it could be. I don't think anywhere in the world is more frustrating. But it doesn't, like, take you to as many places probably as, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about, like, you know, distance-wise. But as far as, uh, like, destinations and locations, it doesn't take you as much as the MTA. Yeah. And it it probably doesn't cost as much. Does Mm -hmm. it? I mean, it's not, like, a thing that you go, well, no, some people go back and forth for work, but... I don't think that people write it as consistently as the MTA. So. Oh, because everyone has like cars and yes. cool stuff. Because oh. the standard of living is better. <laughs> Maybe. Um, More than likely. Is it? Do you guys want to move? Is that what you're saying? Um, no. No, I want to travel out there I travel for a out bit. Because everyone from like New York that goes to California and stays there for two months says, yo, it was valid for like the first month. And then by the second month, I was missing home crazy. Yeah, because like, well. You get used to the ridiculous amount of convenience. Con- considering. Yes. Considering you're from, what were you doing before you moved to New York City? Like, what were your, what was your I, occupation? I was, uh, I think I was an associate manager at Gap Outlet. Ooh, swaggy! I worked at Gap. You at were the fresh. Gap I don't like the Gap. I, I know you were fresh head <laughs> to toe when you were working at the Gap. Because uh, yeah, with that discount. Yeah, I feel right. like everything's like expensive, more expensive than it should be. The mm-hmm. outlet wasn't. I mean, it's an outlet, oh, so okay. it wasn't as expensive as like you know, right. The regular Gap stores, and, but definitely. Definitely had some Gap gear on. So was Vibe Magazine the reason why you came to New York City? Or Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I applied, and I think they liked the fact that I said I was available, like, at any time. <laughs> at any day. I mean... That's what that's what I do with every job I apply for, by the way. That's great, but, I mean, just make sure they don't take advantage of that. But, oh. Yes. I didn't say I was... Avi- All right, so let's say I apply for a job. Like, say, let's say I'm applying for, like, Dwayne Reed or, like, one of those stores, and they make you fill out that, like, 100-question questionnaire right. that determines whether you're actually, like... They want to see you or not. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the availability time, I'm just like, you know what? I'm available all the time. Yeah. Because I just want the job. And then I was like, no, I'm not available that time. I feel like you got to get the job and then you like, no? No one's going to hire you after no this. No one's going to hire Now that they know that this is what you do. Well, I, I have a job. <laughs> Yo, you just gave away your greatest scam, my nigga. What do you mean? <laughs> Look. Like, I, Harry Houdini never gave away how his tricks were done. He just did them. Well, I never I, got the job at Dwayne Reed or Family you Dollar. you did not scam or right. Or any of those great, uh, you know, places Listen, where you had to fill out you those. you didn't scam you're, right. You're being dishonest from, from jump. I don't know what to, I I got, to say. I got a job at Levi's and I quit within two days. Yeah, Why? he Because. He's not a retail kind of guy. Apparently. Yeah. One, I'm not retail kind of guy. I feel like it's an enormous amount of work for, like, not as much. I feel like you could somehow do less and get paid more. I wish. At any other, without the labor. Oh, somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> without yeah, the somewhere phys- else. Oh, okay. Without the physical labor or the mental labor? Because you, you have to weigh both. I feel like both. <laughs> I no. feel like it, but I, I quit in like two days because it was just like, I feel like I graduated college and then like one of my friends was like, dude, why are you even working retail if you have a degree? And mind you, I have a degree in electrical engineering, by the way. <laughs> degree so. that could build Gundams and shit. Like, like no, but no shots at like retail. I I've thought about like sometimes doing like a part time job. I was also like a the what do you call them? 
uh, visual merchandisers. So those are like also the people that dress the mannequins Ooh. and choose what they wear. Yeah, and all my that. sister used to do at H and M. Like I'm not even mad at sometimes. I sometimes can be like, well, maybe I should do that for like the weekends or like in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like I retail, maybe not for everyone. It does take a lot of like yeah. patience uh, with people and hard work. But like some maybe retail is someone's thing. Like especially mm-hmm. with people that enjoy like I have flat feet. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get shoes or art support. You Someone can't. You can't be using that like ex- a diva. A you bit. can't be using that excuse in the real world when we have like orthopedic shoes. You just don't want a job. Is what I I'm don't trying. want I retail. No, here. I mean, Lie, I wanted. To, I set up my when I had a blog, which was thisgoesin.com. I set up my job perfectly so I could work and also update my blog at the same time. So mm-hmm. it was like working two jobs at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was being way more efficient by working two jobs at the same time as opposed to working a 10-hour shift at one job and having to catch up with the other one. Well, yeah. I mean, it's also because you were balancing like work and play is what right. it seems like. So, so so let's go back to the um, getting hired by Vibe. So you pretty yes. much said you were available at Yes, anytime. I said I was available at any time, whenever, any days. Um, so I said yes, and I think it's I think it's because of that. I think it's because I was pretty much open to mm-hmm. working hard. Hmm, nice. Um, I mean, I would I you start the there? As... Um, I was an editorial intern. Oh, nice. I mean, I did have. I think at that time I was writing for my college newspaper. I was writing like album reviews and show reviews, so mm-hmm. I did have like some experience. That's wavy. That's super Dang. cool. And yeah. then. Um, Sorry, I have actually a list of questions. In dun, my head. dun, dun. Um, what about your notes? I have my notes. Okay. Okay. And then, like, so what was it like coming in New York City? Just like the, mm-hmm. initially, as you know, West Coast girl. It's extremely scary. I had no, I have no family, no friends out here. So a friend of a friend had. They say it was a room or an office. It was literally probably a closet. <laughs> like, and no shots because at least I had something to like hide in um so i like (laughs) hid in someone's closet for like two or three months and shout out to my dad he sold i think he sold he hasn't like confirmed this he sold the 67 camaro in order to pay for my rent for like three months i'm so like when i need no i don't want to ask him because he's gonna say yes and we're gonna get in like that (laughs) so all of a sudden when i came back the car wasn't there so i i'm still trying if anyone has a knows of a car that's not if you got any leads on this 67 camaro yeah i think my goal is to buy that car back for my dad oh that'll be nice yeah um and thus far how what what year did you move to New York City? Uh, two thousand and six. And like how so? Ten... Was, it was like the the same month that I was about to turn twenty one. Ooh, what what? So before I even moved here, I made sure that I drank for the first time. I, my first time drinking was at twenty. Really? With my best friend in her room, and we drank like Bacardi. What is it? One eighty one? I have no idea because Smear I don't. Not, drink. It was like some horrible. <laughs> it was like a horrible mixture of alcohol. I'm a and terrible. And oh. we just played hyphy music, which I wasn't—I wasn't that fond of. That's two thousand six. That's two thousand. So two thousand six. That was because it was two thousand. That's the most Californian thing you can do. Me and my friend got drunk off of Smirnoff yes, and, and listened to hyphy music. That was like our goodbye. And then I came here, and then I turned twenty-one, eating like ramen in my apartment. And then I went to like Central Park and like chilled, but. Yeah, I didn't really, like, have anyone until, I mean, I think all of my friends are somehow connected to Vibe, because, like, Vibe is where I, it kind of became a family, and I ended up with friends. Nice. Shout out to Vibe. They they were good when, I remember I went to their Vibe Mix party, 
it was like a long time ago where they had like Pusha T and ASAP Rocky and like A Track, and they're just really really good to me. And I had a lot of friends there who have since moved on. Like yeah, <laughs> vibe, vibe is, has always felt like a family, at least. Yes. Um, did you sort of assimilate any of the New York isms? Like you know, like do you go dead ass when people get you like upset, <laughs> or do you say I'm tight when you're very upset? Oh, I wish I said I'm tight. I wish I still said certain things. I think I still say hella, but no, I, I talk a little bit. I, 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 yeah, I'm a do little people, meaner. Yeah, do people notice when you go back there? Oh my gosh, like, yes. Like, they, this, my like, brother makes fun of me since I have like a New York attitude. Oh my god, do you want to listen to Fat Joe? Do you want to? Oh, oh, do you have that new fabulous mix? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do all that when I go home. <laughs> when I go home, I gotta. I gotta respect also oh. Cali. But yeah, I think I've gotten a little bit more. Uh, I think more just like rough around the edges, which isn't a bad thing. No, here. it's not. It's it's. I I've had to learn that myself in terms of just be just. You know, because nothing feels better than, like, sometimes, like, a good fuck you, like, to people. Look at you. No, yeah. I know that. Just, like, a good, like, <laughs> fuck you, man. Like I, I feel like if your day's going down, you got to throw one of those out there. Just, yeah. like, just a why good, is clean it, fuck. Why is it their fault that your day's going bad? So, oh. you, somebody's got to eat this loss, it's, and it's not going to be me yeah, today. Yeah, it's a stress reliever, man. It's not going to be me today. See? God, he throws out fuck yous, like. Yo, I throw out fuck yous, like, every week. You mentioned Jay-Z's name. I'm saying fuck <laughs> you right oh, after. Gosh, I would just ask you who hurt you the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> Nobody. Like, it's not about hurt. It's just like I'm telling you, fuck him. He's fuck so, him right in his he, stupid fucking head. He's very wow. Okay, right, you're having one of those days today, aren't you? No, no, no. no. That's just honesty. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's just, just honesty. That's just who you are. This is yeah. easy going, Carlos. Actually, right? Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> you want to see me in the war room? Right, launching gosh. warheads. I'm scared. No, don't, don't launching be. very angry tweets. 140 characters of rage. Because like my my reaction to that is to like somehow like calm you down and like have over <laughs> session and like talk about why <laughs> talk about like why you're mad. Like that's my. You gonna doctor feel me? Yes, like that's my Aww. like that's what happens. When that's great. Like, that's very what's really the problem? What, what's really the what's problem? really the problem? What happened at school today? Yes, son? that's really yeah. That's how I am. And this well, and my like, job and. Well, with like a little attitude, like I would definitely be like, "Who hurt you?" Right. <laughs> and then, and then I'd be like nicer. But yeah. Um. So, um. In terms of, I guess, in your tenure at Vibe, when did it end? Um. It ended. And why? And, uh, I think in July two thousand eight. I well, I was an editorial intern, but I got a job as a photo assistant, and I had no idea mm-hmm. what to do. Like I did not. I didn't take photos. Mm-hmm. I literally looked at, pho- at photos as in like, oh, it's pretty. Right. And like, that's it. Yeah. But Danielle, um, at the time, Danielle Smith, mm-hmm. Wilson, um, DSW, kind of gave me the opportunity. And she's just like, we have, a- that's the only position we have open. Right. We really like your work ethic. Mm-hmm. Will you be open to being a photo assistant? And I'm like, I have no idea what <laughs> to do. And she's like, you'll learn. We'll right. teach you. Like, this is just And that's cool. So I yeah I I ran with it and I soon then became associate photo editor and I was out here doing photo shoots and it was amazing but I had no time to write mm-hmm. and like it just felt wrong to be at Vibe and not be able to write like right. I did do some pieces thanks to um, Julianne Shepard that let me write for online and Sean Benesi I don't know if you guys are aware he's an amazing writer um, he let me write my first Danny Kane album review oh really that was Danity my first wow. my first album review was I think his Welcome to the Dollhouse was my first album review in print <laughs> for Vibe um, no, I he gave me that opportunity I'm not proud I have that album <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a lot of albums from like that period between like I guess my dad started buying me a lot of or at least helping finance my music 
problem. Um, from like 2003, I know it's not it's a, a problem. collection. From like 2002, I remember the first album he bought me, and don't laugh was. It was what's that album? It's No Strings Attached by NSYNC. By NSYNC. NSYNC. That's a good album. It's a good don't album. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Also, at that Yo, time, I know what the you know like if we be in if we keep it a hundred, I know a lot of hood niggas that got that in their CD tray. Like oh, yes. they they actually play that. They play that in the first Justin Timberlake at album. Them. We are a couple. Uh, at them. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I can't expose hood dudes. Uh, yeah, you're right. We are a couple. We are actually a week away from um. It's gonna be May memes. So just getting you ready for a lot of corny jokes coming your way. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be May. Um. But yeah. So oh, wait. So yeah. So I left. I left because I um got accepted to UCLA also, and Ooh. I there was no writing position at Vibe, and mm-hmm. I couldn't do. I also felt a little bit not a fraud. I just felt disrespectful that I was taking a job as some uh, doing photo, knowing that someone else actually went to school to do this. Like right. someone has a passion in photo as much as I have a passion in writing. Right. Who am I to? take that job from someone else that could actually probably do a better job oh, than that. I mean, I worked mm-hmm. as hard as I could mm-hmm. because I did love where I worked, but... Yo, you do you good, still have your photos? You a good-ass person, yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I still have... What do you mean? The, pho- the, the photos pho- that you took, like, are they still online? Like, you can look uh, at them back and you're know. like, oh I mean, my I God. hope so. I know my, I know when Jay-Z was on the cover, I helped with that photo shoot. I Ooh, did. Word. Yeah, I did. Uh, my first photo shoot that I produced was Tiana Taylor's next uh, photo shoot for... For vibe, mm-hmm. but um, it was all awesome. But I just it wasn't what I wanted to do, and like Danielle respected that. And I went to UCLA for four months, hated it. Ooh, why? And came back. I, I think I was twenty three at the time, and I went to UCLA, and all I saw was eighteen year old girls with UGG boots and like a hundred degree weather. It LA did not make sense to me. This was two thousand eight, right? Two thousand eight. Oh god, trippy year. So I was like, I can't do this. I'm not done with New York. I left a little too soon, so I came back, and then I started working at Honey. Uh, doing photo and writing. Oh, honey, the magazine of suggestive photos? Of suggestive photos? Wait, am I thinking of another honey? Th- Are I, you being a per right now? No, I'm not like being a, a No, I think I feel... he's like thinking of like Don Deaver or something. No, like the back pages, uh, I swear, wait, wait, like what the is back honey? Like the back pages on Suites? I know, no, I feel like I mean, I've heard. Like, it's actually like, it was, well, it was very legitimate. It was Imagine print it... first. There was like Maxwell was on it, like Eric Badu was on it. Like... Oh, so it's like a Neo Soul mag or is it like uh, R&B? Imagine like, if Beyonce was Essence, Honey is Solange. Okay. It's like the, like, oh, the, uh, honey is okay. No, it's like well, the edgier. Okay, now well, you guys, you guys, thought, you guys okay. think it's shots. No, it's that's like the edgier. Funny. All right, like, well, that makes but sense. But it's, it's a funny, it's a funny. Edgier, it, younger. It's got like, coconut oil oh, poured on it. The most right. I'm thinking of. Coconut oil poured on it. Oh my God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> There's a lot of beautiful black women on this magazine. Absolutely. I know, right? A lot know, of this women is where, of color. This also, is what yes. happened to the Jet Beauties of the Week since oh, we don't have Jet anymore. Is Honey still available? Honey isn't. I When I went to Honey, it was only online. Uh, you going to put that in your bathroom magazine rack, Jamil? A little bit. Probably. If it's still around. He's going to be like, sure. Hmm. I mean, you could find hmm. probably some like hair tips. Some, uh, hmm. some Vin- mags. Yeah, some vintage mags like online. Okay, cool. Um, so, yes. So, at, from what point... Did after four months in UCLA, oh God, yeah, which was apparently terrible. Why was it terrible, by the way? Oh yeah, yeah, you told yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think it was. I was there <laughs> at the wrong time, and yeah. I'm going to say that because I'm actually considering moving to LA now. So mm-hmm. I think at that time I just wasn't done with New York. Okay, and then so you got the, you got the job at Honey Magazine. Yes. Is it going well? It went well for two years until I think they went bankrupt. Something oh, no. happened and we all got laid off. 
That's not fun. Oh. Um, was I did it the it, recession area? I, I, I think they just went a little too hard, a little too quickly. Oh, okay. They got a little too excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I grabbed the... Uh, what do you call it? A computer before I left. Because... Oh, you can say like stapler, <laughs> nice stapler or some pens. You nah, no, 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 no. You're not gonna, you're not gonna pay me for my awesome last month. Theft. I'm taking your monitor. Okay. So, because God forbid they tried to liquidate their assets at the end of the game, <laughs> and then we were like, oh, we're missing a monitor. Oh well. Listen, I'll just say that I maybe I wasn't the only one. That Probably more than likely. So. Oh, no, and Betty in accounting was like. I don't even know. Like, she's wilding out. Mean, one is probably even Yeah, there. they were just like, like we you were know, all... fucking, we were all, we're, it, it, it's not my problem. It actually still may be up. I just try not to search and see if it really is, but, <laughs> but God bless. Yes. Um, so what happened after Honey? Um, I went to Latina, ah. and I was a researcher there, um, and wrote some stuff for like four months, and then I got hired at Billboard. Oh, look at the beautiful were, resume on you. Yeah, weird. you have like a good body of work. <laughs> I'm like 24 of and like, I don't know. But I I'm think, 30, so like, you know. Oh, true. Yeah, so I'm old. I, I mean, like, it makes sense. You I can that? get the Cheetos off of my fingers and that's like the most impressive things on my resume <laughs> without like washing my hands. At 24, I just only, only the thing I had done was, and it's still big, is vibe. So like it's still, there's still a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. So so, infra- so inspirational. Oh, okay, like, shut up. So, <laughs> so inspirational. I'm just saying. Don't, yeah. So how was it like getting hired at Billboard? Um, and what year was this, by the way? 2011. Ooh. Yeah, 2011. 2011's a good music year. Um, I was just excited because Vibe, well, I grew up reading Vibe and Latina. So those were mm-hmm. like, once I got to Latina, I was like, this is it. This is it. Like, these are the two magazines I grew up Forget on. Forget like, about it. Yes. So, <laughs> um, Peaked early. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. No, um... <laughs> Uh, what was it? No, I mean, I also hadn't done a lot of writing. I think I was just starting to write when I was at the end of Honey because that's when I did my freelance writing. That's mm-hmm. when I did my first piece on RollingStone.com and like Vulture. And I think that's also what helped me get the Billboard job. I got a, a good recommendation from the former editor. Um, and then I kind of just stepped into it and took over the juice, which is the R&B and hip hop column. I think at that time it was only like six months old, mm-hmm. so I pretty it pretty much became my baby and kind of I kind of played around and did anything and everything in order to see I like what worked. I like the juice. I remember the juice. I mean, it's still around. Not to say that it isn't around. I don't know if it is still around. I what? think that <laughs> I think that what? I think it's like I think they just now made it like an R and B and hip hop section. Okay. you know what I mean? Like not. Yeah. All right. All right, so yeah, I remember. I mean, there's still like the same coverage. A I lot believe. of features, a lot of you had a great podcast there. I almost broke your mic. No, it's, um, okay. it's okay. We can afford to replace it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's not us. It's actually <laughs> there's a higher power yes. at work uh, okay. when it comes to replacing equipment. Well, I don't want to be the one that broke it, but um, yes. We'll blame it on the intern. Don't worry. Where is the intern? The intern? Oh, we sent him home early. Yes. Oh, that's nice of you guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, we don't have that. You, have oh, no you guys should have an intern. Oh, um, absolutely not. Why don't you just announce it right first now? Of all, first of all, first of all, I am a diva. Wait. So I would pour the coffee on his head if it's not even the right temperature. Wait, 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 no, wait. No, I'm kidding. Wait, wait. <laughs> she may be on to something. Like, what is... You... Why not get She an may be on to something. What? An intern? intern? Yes. And then they could see, like, how this works and what you, like... And we could just berate them. And he just walks okay, around I'll... with, like... <laughs> we make him walk around with an intercontinental title. Why can't it be a girl? First of all, that's very chauvinistic if we have a, just a female intern and just, like, Why do a bunch of be? mean stuff to her. Okay, the, the point is that you don't do mean stuff to either a guy or a girl. What? what? 
What? Don't do mean stuff. <laughs> you were the intern. What would did you? he do? What, Listen, what did he do? I, when I was an intern at Vibe, I did. I did get the coffee. I did. I was definitely that intern also. Mm-hmm. But don't do that. <laughs> there's no like. There's no need to. I know. I know. We just like. Like if you were fun. an intern, you I know. wouldn't. No, I feel. No, 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 no interns for you. I no feel in- like it will. <laughs> no interns for you. No interns. I don't trust Take you. away our intern privileges. No, yes, because no. I don't trust you. No. So how was it overall working working on the juice? throughout billboard for the number of years you were there um it was awesome it was it was mine which was like amazing what was your best interview that you've done you did there that's uh, a good question or one of some of your most memorable ones ti was a really good interview ti really opened up when i talked to him to atlanta oh, nice. and talked to him there um and like you had this other great Atlanta one too, where you went to Atlanta to like New Atlanta, and then like you visited. Oh yeah, I hung out with like Rory, OG Mako. Dude, Rory, Key. I feel like he's such a great dude to hang out with. I think McConan too. He's very like down to earth, yes, and chill, and like, very chill. You got a recipe. Recommends all vegan yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Like a blueberry muffin recipe. Yes, it's apparently very delicious. <laughs> it's, he's he's great. Um, yeah, and like a father. Oh, awful records. Yeah. Okay. Guys. Nice. I remember watching that. I think I don't know if McConan was on it. Yes. I remember watching that and then like hearing him record without a beat for the first time, and it was just like, oh, okay. Well, this is a special. What do you? What what do you? This is a special. This is a special voice that he has. I love McConan. There's like charisma to McConan. I feel like like I appreciate that. I appreciate when like you could like the artist. Mm -hmm. You could like who the artist is. Yeah. It also makes you enjoy their music more because you do. You know, you kind of like feel like you know who they are. Right. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What other interviews? Maybe. Um. Who else? I've interviewed so many people. You guys had Billboard had like this like. This, like, performance thing where, like, artists would come in and, like, cover songs and then perform things. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, cool. And then they kind of just, like, pulled it back. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I know. I think that was, uh... Was that it was something with Mondays or something. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think that was coming to an end when I got there. But that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I remember I always wanted to write for Billboard, by the way. Like, when I first started, I had a show here in this radio station. Mm-hmm. Well, not a show. Well, eventually it became a show. But I had a segment of one of my homegirl shows. Shout out to Phoenix, um, who had a show fresh out the box. And my segment would be the Billboard Blast. And mm-hmm. I would literally go over the Billboard charts every Aww. week with, like, numbers. And, like, oh, Eminem sold another $3 million this week. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> like, you know, Rihanna's on top for the 11th week in a row. Right. You know, crazy. And I just remembered... So that eventually became its own show the following semester, and then like I from my go- it was from there on it was my goal to write for Billboard, and then you made it come true. Yay! So yay, we made it a dream. <laughs> I'm glad I made that that dream come yes. true. Now I have further, I guess, more dreams eventually. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. I hope you have many dreams. So when all right, well, let me let me actually look in my. At what point did the thoughts of wanting to leave Billboard begin? Um, I left, what was it, uh, August 2014, so I think it was probably like a year before then, kind of close, end of 15 20, or 14? I, oh wait, when did I leave? Not, 15. It was, yeah, it was 15, it was Jeez, definitely last man. year. I, it feels like so long ago, I don't know why. Um, yeah, 2015, so I started thinking about it like in October, November of 
2014. And why specifically? Um, I wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled. Like I wasn't, um, like I had ideas that I wanted to do and Mm -hmm. because of the lack of resources or the lack of just like support, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do them. Right. Like the Atlanta thing, uh, my city, that was just one episode. Like I had like three episodes planned and they, I, I didn't have the resources and I didn't have the support to do more. And mm-hmm. I think the more ideas that I came up with, it just became a little too frustrating that I couldn't do them. Is it because you covered R&B or hip hop or was it just like a fact just like we don't have the money? Or is it just because more like R&B hip hop may not have attracted the amount of, you know, views or attention as like, you know, writing about pop or, you know. I think that, um, I think pop gets a little bit more love. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's mainstream. And way more I mean? hate, it's, by the way, too. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel, feel like... I feel like it gets the attention, but not... The attention isn't always good. And I say this because I've said that stands have sort of ruined enjoying music mm-hmm. for women. And I say that because as opposed to... It being, you know, a, a female artist where it's like the music is good mm-hmm. and just accepting that the music is good and it's great and we love the music of that. It's become more secular in terms of like we are the beehive and we are the navy and we're not supporting that. Oh, you throwing shade at that. That's why, you know, da 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 And, you know, they're counting numbers. Mariah yeah. Carey fans, 18 number ones. The, the, right. Well, I think that's also like a, a trend where like if you see someone hating on something. Mm-hmm. You also feel a connection because not only are you hating on the same thing, but what you're defending, you also have in common with this other person or this other group of people. So it's almost like you're joining something. You're also you're a part of something. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that I assume we all enjoy is right. being a part of something. Message. Um, but then, <laughs> I mean, the bad part is that you're doing it to hate. Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. a part of that group is to hate on something else. Mm-hmm. Not to say that all these, like, all these fan bases do that, mm-hmm. but I think they go hard for their yeah. fan that sometimes it does I come off stopped as hate. The, yo, mm-hmm. on social media, I have completely stopped expressing my opinions on musical artists because I like pe- there are people that chomp at the bit and just search the artist's name to just yeah. see someone saying something bad about them. I remember and I then said something. They um, fly right in my mentions and get blocked immediately. I think I, I joined <laughs> in on the the funny train. When Mary J. Blige had the Burger King commercial. Oh wow, that was legendary. It was funny. It was it's a great I still, you know, remember some of the lyrics, which I won't say. I and still then I just got the in, Burger King. Yeah, Burger King's great. Um It's all right. Not that hot dogs. I don't trust I don't yeah, we're the, the Young Metro dogs. doesn't touch the hot dogs no, from Burger King. We don't, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Young Metro does not. Um but yeah, I remember I used to get people in my mentions going crazy. I think that people sometimes think just because you say something online means that you um Want to start a discussion? Right. Exactly. Sometimes you just want to. Sometimes share a there's a, there's yeah. a sometimes there's a period on the end of the statement, not a question. Right. right. So right. it doesn't need a reply. Right. Um. What? This isn't on my like question list. I wanted to ask okay. you about the seven seven seven. Yes. Plane from plane ride from hell. You, you were okay? on it. Yes, I was. <laughs> Are you okay? Because you're the one that's covering your eyes right now. Well, I covered like, one eye. One eye. <laughs> one eye. Because I wanted to see things how Slick Rick sees them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, depth perception. Or, oh. you know, Fetty Wap. Who knows? Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's mad nice, yo. 
I've guy. never I've never interviewed him, but I'm excited to whenever I do when I whenever that happens. That he dude is like he's, he's like a he, yo he's like I've seen interviews with him. He's just like shy. He's just like yeah you know I just like and I was like yo this guy listens to Gucci Mane and that's like his biggest influence. That's the most hilarious part about all of that. Mm. What I like is that he's he comes off very grateful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very like appreciative mm-hmm. that he gets to do what he what he wants to do. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, How was the plane ride from home? Okay. <laughs> uh, seven countries, seven days, seven different ways. So we started. I remember being. I remember being at Hooters with a bunch of friends. Sure. <laughs> um, great way to start a story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Of course. Um, and Jeff Rosenthal from It's the Real and I were like so excited to like show off to the rest of the group that we were going on this tour. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I remember Rembert Brown was just like, damn, I don't get to go. Like, he wasn't that excited that he didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, showing off and, you know. Meanwhile, we're in, like, third country in. We haven't slept. <laughs> I remember it was bad. Um, Yo, they never got to meet Rihanna, bro. <laughs> we, okay. Wait, you guys went so to three we, different countries? It started in L.A. And we met Rihanna in LA when okay. she got on the plane she and like, she said don't touch sh- me don't touch champagne. my stuff <laughs> no 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 served us champagne and then she just like disappeared and then we didn't <laughs> see her till the last day except when she was on stage and then we went from like country to country sometimes we slept on the plane sometimes we slept on the bus um I knew it was bad I think the third the second or third day in when I when someone caught me falling asleep at breakfast stand like sitting up mm-hmm um, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my life. Um, you, I mean, I guess you could leave, but you don't want to leave. No. Like, yeah, because you're trying to be part of like a big experience. Right, you want to see. So all of a sudden, I think people were getting mad because I think the third day in, we were writing about ourselves. Yes. Because there wasn't anything else to write unless you want to know the same set. She was she performed the same set for right. seven days. So like, Understandable. There's nothing you could say about that. And then also it was just a ridiculous experience so we wrote about it and we somehow ended up being the story mm-hmm. and we were we drove we were insane by the end of the the trip just because of like how sometimes we couldn't sleep sometimes we didn't stay at hotels so mm-hmm. there was like two days that we probably didn't shower i cried in like the bathroom in london because it was just so exhausting mm-hmm. and you couldn't and i remember telling someone Oh, that was a point. I told, like, Rem. I was just like, I can't do this and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, all right, whatever. Like, because <laughs> here I am. I, like, showed off and right. everything. And also, people don't really, like, you also I, you also sound, like, ungrateful. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you're in this country. Like, why aren't you enjoying yourself? It's just like, I oh yeah, I can't go see Paris. You can't Like, now. I can't. I have to go to the bus. Because right. I yeah. got to go on a plane for nine hours. Like, right. you can't. I just, I much respect to her for doing this all the time, though. Like, yeah. that's a big thing I got out of it. It was just like, I... I don't know how you do this. Like, you must love what you're doing in order for t- to do this all the time. That's a beautiful thing. I was just like, oh, yeah, I felt bad for you guys the entire time. I was like, I hope <laughs> someone meets them off the plane with it's blankets just, and cheeseburgers and just, like, We sounded, <laughs> yes. It was just funny because, like, the food went from, like, salmon to, like, olives. Like, it was just, like, somehow. <laughs> they, made the- <laughs> you, they made you eat the bottom of her martini glass. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you would do it. Um, It was just. <laughs> It was just funny the way things like progressed, but it was very much an experience. That's I was awesome. so over it by Amazing. the end. So, in terms of, uh, I guess, back to the the leaving Billboard, the yeah. thoughts initially, um, you just felt more just like creatively. Um, I I think I mentioned this a little bit on Twitter. I became the R and B and hip hop girl, mm-hmm. which I love, 
but I don't want to just be like I feel like Kanye. Like you can't right. just why do you want me to just be one per like one mm-hmm. type of way or one type of right thing. Let me grow. Let exactly. me blossom into a beautiful so, flower of journalism. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, and not even that. It was also, like, producing stuff. Like, I don't also just want to write. Like, it's scary to think that you could only do one, one thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, why? Why, right. why would you want me to do that? Mm-hmm. So mm. it started, I started writing. Somehow the writing became news writing. It became, like, blog stories. Mm-hmm. It became stories about deaths and beefs and like whatever got clicks right because at the end of the day that's what brings in mm-hmm. the audience right is newsy stuff and like newsy stuff and gossip mm-hmm. and they you know they did like have me write bigger stories mm-hmm. but at one point it wasn't enough the mixture of these yeah. two things one overpowered the other and it wasn't the one that i really wanted to focus on mm-hmm. And I also didn't just want to write about R&B and hip-hop. And I remember I would want to, like, freelance for other people for, like, women's magazines. And they were like, uh, vibe? Like, <laughs> what? Like, what? T.I.? Inter- like, you know, it's just I kind of got pigeonholed into something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to. It's time for, like, the next dream. Do you remember the meeting you had with your superior in terms of how you wanted to leave? Oh. Because <laughs> I loved my the doc the dot com team I I loved my team. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that like this is how the internet's growing and like this is the way it's going and mm-hmm. we all have to like adjust. So right. like it wasn't anyone that mm-hmm. I I was mad at or actually my boss like would he was all for the Atlanta he was all for my ideas it just resources and also time that you have to do with other things it just mm-hmm. wasn't working out. But I do remember. I think he knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember telling him, and he just couldn't really believe it. Uh, I know. It was more of like, what can we do? How can we make this work? And I appreciate that. I appreciate that he mm-hmm. respects me and appreciates my work enough to try to make it work. But right. I think it's more, and I told him this, it's not even, it's kind of beyond, it's deeper than rap. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not even, it's, <laughs> not, it's not even like Gross. a... It's bigger than this. It's like right. I need to do my own thing. I need to step away from rap full time mm-hmm. and like appreciate it. I started like hating rap. Like I didn't want to listen to music oh, to yeah. like certain rap yeah. music. I listened to music a different way when I had to write. It, it became less about enjoying the experience and more of like okay, gotta right? How I gotta write about? Gotta this. put under under like the microscope and break it down. Like oh, this is the angle he's going. Right. Uh, yeah. And you don't you don't want to look at. I mean, when you love it so much, you don't want to look at it that way. I, like, right. I, I wouldn't want to go out. I don't want to go to shows. Like, it was just, I wasn't the best person I could be because I was, you could tell I was pretty much done with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he understood. I mean, we still, we're all still probably going to have drinks, the war team tonight. So we're still all, got, like, in a good space. We got, like, a group chat. We definitely do got a group chat with Prince memes, by the way, going on right now. Oh. Yes. All right. So we're um. Gonna- did you have this idea for Illy in mind when you were leaving, or did you have some other plan initially, like um, money? I, I did. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that's a good... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I knew that I couldn't... I knew I had to do Illy. I, I needed more time to do Illy than what I did when I was at Billboard. Mm-hmm. But I remember I came up with Illy that, around that time that I was um, wanting to like leave Billboard. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, all right, so what else? Like, what? I got a little scared. I was like, what if I am the R&B and hip-hop girl? What if that is all I am? And what right. if I don't have any other passions or I don't want to do other things? Like, that's scary as hell. Mm-hmm. 
And then everyone's just like, all right, yeah, but you know you talk about love, like, nonstop. Yeah. Like, you know that. And I've had, like, I've had an idea of doing something with love mm-hmm. since I could, I don't know when, for, like, three years now, four years now. But I just never, it never came together as to what it would be. Right. And then I think that kind of, like, slowly started manifesting itself into a magazine. And then that, that those holidays, like, at the end of 2014, I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do a magazine about love. Like, I, it's time for my next dream. Right. And I love music. Besides music, love is the only other thing that really mm-hmm. intrigues me that I could like learn more. But I wanted to still learn something. Carlos, do you love love? Eh, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I mean, you don't always have to love love. Yeah, but it's cool. Mm, okay. Were you always like a? It's are cool. you like a hopeless romantic or like a more like emo or like all of the above? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I, I think as over the years I've become more realistic about it though, uh, um, but I still have a little bit of hopeless romantic. In it, me. it comes with time. It just you know. Come I feel on. like you. What is going on with you? I don't two? know. I feel what, like life. I don't know. <laughs> like everyone's life is different. Here's how. Here's how I feel. It's like you start out like this jagged rock or something like in, in the beginning. I'm, I thought were, you. I thought and it's then you the get, opposite. And then okay. you become a smoothed out yes, river rock. Yes, you become a smoothed out over time. Uh-huh. Like the the experiences and like a wave of other things just come out and then eventually they sort of smooth you out so you mm-hmm. become this sort of smooth stone. nice to touch you know this, this powerful opal stone. strong like stone like it's a i don't know i don't I, i'm not a geologist so sure. i don't know rock metaphors like that sure but um but i just felt like that the entire like i've i was walking to the so you're softer you're smoother yeah i'm way smoother now than i was before I thought you'd start out the opposite. They used to start out a little smooth with, like, hope, right? And then mm-hmm. someone hurts you, and you toughen up. Mm-hmm. And then someone else is just, like, leave that behind, and then you smooth out again. But I feel like maybe that's – and maybe it's just a perspective. I feel like learning that is just about, like, smoothing those, like, unnecessarily edges out or something along those lines. It's like, here's something that's, like, painful or, like, sharp or, like, something – that you like, you smooth out, and you. I don't want to say fix, but it's like you know, it just sort of smooths out. I don't know. This is this is my metaphor. I've I've thought about it for a long time. I've well, th- if that's the case, then you're in a good place, then, right? Yes, I'm. You're I'm, hopeful. I'm very hopeful. And you've learned stuff. I've learned a lot. What's your metaphor? Um, if it happens, it happens. That's literally because <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like I've gotten to the point where I'm at an age where I want to focus more on myself. Than on other people, say mm-hmm. romantically. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like to go on dates every now and then. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in probably like a year. But it's like, I I don't know. I just feel like I need to take time to better myself before I try to work something And I feel like I else. bettered myself. I already took the time. I think that's true and then it's not. Not, yeah. not necessarily not true. Absolutely. But like, it's... The experience is different for everybody. Yeah. Because some people will do this. They'll be like, okay, I've got to smooth it out as I go along. As mm-hmm. opposed to... You know, let me take some time out for me. Yeah, I think it depends on... But also my schedule is retarded. <laughs> you make it work. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to be with someone, see someone, you make it work. Right. Yeah, I know. But, like, I believe in the whole, like, if you can't give someone that much time because Absolutely. you're trying to mm-hmm. do stuff for yourself, yes. Absolutely. I, I did Aww, You got to be kind of selfish you. in your 20s. That was mine. Just a little. I mean, I'm 30 and I'm a little in my selfish <laughs> But, yeah, I think I'm the most single... 
that I've ever been. <laughs> like peak single? Yeah, like I single? ordered like a crock pot at like 2 a.m. the other day. Like it's just like doing that's not my own. That's single, okay? That's like 2 a.m. Func- that's functional adult. Online shopping yeah, for Yeah, but like you realized that you needed that crock pot. I realized that I needed to focus on myself. So exactly. that means you need to make a fire and... dish in that crock pot. Yes. That is adult thinking. Lonely thinking is let me watch the notebook. I do watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> let me watch stuff. the notebook at 2 a.m. God yeah, damn. Oh my God. Ryan. Yes. Like, yes. Oh my uh, God. I wish it was me. That's it is ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not a big fan of the notebook, by the way. It's fine. I have never Unpopular watched opinion. It. I've never watched it. You like the notebook? This no, is... no. That's also my unpopular opinion. Oh. <laughs> it's on me for not I think liking it's unpopular, things like... people love. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, okay. Um, how, how have people been, I guess, receptive towards the magazine? Um, how, from your vantage point? I mean, better than I thought they would, just mm-hmm. because it's 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 a new thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think the reason I love it is because men read it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to tell oh. me that they read it, but they read it or they want to contribute. They right. don't know how to contribute. Like, it's just very interesting uh, when, like, men, men get involved. Oh, yeah. And uh, to be honest, the most, I mean, because as you guys may know, I call the conversations I have about love Oprah sessions um, mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm like Oprah and you open up with Oprah. Most of my Oprah sessions that I have are with men. Like, men seem to, like, right. be all up in their feels talking of course, to me about absolutely. it. Absolutely. And the, I appreciate that. On the low, men are very emotional because at the end of the day, we're humans. You are, absolutely. We have, <laughs> we have I just think feelings. that a majority of men want to not, want to seem a little bit more tougher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm really excited of having more voices, especially men, on the site. I have um, this yeah. great thing I wrote on Medium that I probably wish now. Should I put it on Ellie? I, I know. I nah, really he, wish now. There's still time. It's an online magazine. I know you yet. have it saved somewhere. It's all, It's still on Medium. It's still on Medium. I have no idea how the transfer process goes, if that happens, or if I have to write some com- something completely new. But, you know, I'm talking yeah. to... Don't give me your sloppy seconds. Well, no. It's oh a great God. story. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's a great story. It's a here, story guys. about how I lost, like, 40 pounds after, like, being, like, in this thing for a long-ass time, and then it didn't work out. This thing. This thing. Because it wasn't girl. a relationship. It was not it a, wasn't oh, a relationship. No, it, it don't even say poor girl. Say poor Jamil. I was me. there every step of the way. Poor so. me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> poor Jamil. Uh, but you wrote about it. It helped you write about it. Yeah. That's good. Everything, everything, the words sort of very smoothly came out of my... Did the heartbreaking 808 articles. Did you send it articles. to her? Hell no. I don't talk oh, to no, her Oh, no, I'd anymore. send it to her because I'm petty. But... I, don't, I don't talk to her anymore. So she hurt you? Yes. And it had to do with, like, also, like, self-confidence and, like, insecurity. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. No, I feel good. I feel good. You... You're the one with the story, I feel like. I feel what? like you're the one with oh the... Oh, my God. No, no, no. About this. About this oh, situation. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going in depth about yeah, that. Yeah, because... I don't, I don't want to, like... Out of respect? Uh, yeah, out of respect for That's... my friend. And, plus, and also this girl. No, I'm just... I'm tired of mentioning <laughs> like, her. I don't no. even want to say her name. No. Okay. We, no, we, you shouldn't. You shouldn't matter. We definitely it's don't. Just... Yeah. Um, so you've interviewed thus far Kalani. Yes, I've interviewed Kalani. I think that was my own... Who else did I interview? It was Lil B, too. I did not interview oh, You didn't no. interview Lil B. That wasn't me, oh. no. Uh, that was Elijah oh, Watson. dang it. I was going to say you were blessed by the base god? No, I mean, I set that up. That was very hard to set up because that guy is a wanderer. Um, <laughs> very hard. I felt like a mom at one point At one because when I was hitting him up, I was like, all right, the shoot's on Sunday. And like every <laughs> seven days before Sunday, all right, so remember. Mm-hmm. like. Um, but no, Elijah Watson did that interview. It was a really good interview. 
um, you could tell he's a bit like his mind wanders with everything, but it was great. Did you have any thoughts about the Kalani part next door, um, Kyrie thing after, especially after interviewing her about the subject of love? Um, I think that I, so first of all, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know about the situation. Like I don't, what's weird is I, I was going, um, to hit her up and make sure she was good after I saw the photo, but Mm -hmm. we're, we're not also that close right you know so i was it's not my place to like mm-hmm. delve into that but um i don't the situation seems a little weird but i think it's one of those things that you can't really know what happened unless you were one of the people involved mm-hmm. um but i know that speaking to kaylani and like the first time that we met and the times that we've text she's very much a fan of love mm-hmm. and i think and also just very like emotional right uh, and like i think seeing that at least the Instagram that she posted when she was in the hospital. I think I, t- I think I got a little upset myself when I saw people being like, you shouldn't put that up mm-hmm. and you shouldn't, and that's too open. And it's just like, Kaylani's like 20, she's 20 years old. Right. She kind of grew up on this internet mm-hmm. world. To her, this is how you express yourself. This mm-hmm. is how you tell people what's mm-hmm. going on in your life. And also your fan base, her fan base, like, is as emotional as her, as, as right. honest as her. It's like, mm-hmm. so that was how can you blame someone for expressing themselves in that way? And also I'm glad people see what happens in these celebrities life. These people are human. Mm-hmm. They go through their own shit. They love as hard as we all do. Like it's, it was a very real moment. So right. I'm glad that she shared that if she wanted to have shared that. I also would have respected if she wouldn't have shared that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I mean, I, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah. I'm really glad she's okay. I'm glad that she expressed herself so then other people could be aware nice. about mental issues and, like, all this other stuff. So we mutually have a friend also who started her own magazine. Her name's Ebony. Shout out to Ebony. Shout out to Ebony. Um, <laughs> and in, I guess in the early stages of your magazine as well, like, what mm-hmm. advice would you give to her or anyone who really just wants to, like, start their own sort of magazine. It's an online magazine as well, and there's a few prints. What is it uh, about? Hang Time? It's a, a literary magazine, so there's, like, features from poets, artists, and, like, writers. Is it about a certain theme? No. Um, there aren't themes for themes per issue. Uh-huh. Some issue, some issues are themes. Like, I think, one, like, the first issue was, like, very New York-centric. But is there, like, a, a concept behind the magazine? Like, is it, what is the magazine mostly about? Mostly about... Mm, I guess art. Art. Like art. okay, so every Display. type of art, so every yes. type of art, okay. every type like of coverage art. on every type of art. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you have to capitalize on what your passion is and who you are. Mm-hmm. I am a very emotional person. It only made sense to make a magazine about love, as much as I talk about it. Mm-hmm. She has to. I mean, I assume she does. Uh, love art, like mm-hmm. love Absolutely. the art. Like not only that, be so interested in it that that's all you can think about. Right. I I assume with her, it was probably the same as me. I couldn't stop thinking about. Illy. Like, I mm-hmm. was just, like, the next day I'd be like, oh, yeah, I gotta go to work. Can't wait till work is done, though, because I could get to work on Illy. <laughs> like, it was one of those things that, like, that's all you could think about. Right. That's all you want to do. So I think that you just have to really zone in on what you want to do and what you love and mm-hmm. make sure that you pick, like, whatever it is that makes you you, mm-hmm. you have to capitalize on that because that what's, that's what sets apart whatever your project is from anybody else. Because no one's you, so no other project, even if it is of the arts or of it's not going to be the same as mm-hmm. that person's project. 
you said you weren't good at this, and then you were pretty good like, at this. This though. has been yeah. like a lengthy and fire interview. Yes, uh... very fire. Very, flame emoji. Flame emoji. Flame <laughs> like, emoji. This is this has been very in depth. Very nice. Very uh... nice. Um, so shout I out think, to Meals for the questions. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna put a hard segue now, cause, considering how long this hard is. Hard segue. Have I talked too much? Is that no, what I'm saying? No, this is great. Like, he asked too many questions. I asked what I'm way saying. too many questions. He did ask. I feel like it was okay. a good flow. I feel like it was a good. Yeah, flow. so he kept doing it. I was instead pacing. of saying, "Yo, okay, we got." He looked over the like the counter over here, like. I was pacing. Questions. No, but uh, people are gonna love this. Do, do, do. People are gonna love this. <laughs> yeah, anyway. it's fine. People are gonna love this. It's fine. I it's been a slow that. week for news anyway. Um, not so slow. Um, <laughs> so let's start out. This is a hard segue into sort of music news. So we're. Um, I want to bring you back. I guess into the fold. Like you thought yeah. you were out the game, and now you're back I'm in still, it. I, listen, I you can, you can't get the girl out of the rap game. Like it's just. It, I'm still. Right. Gonna, I'm very much in it. So we just watched when you come in, <laughs> yeah. Birdman. Showing yes. up at the Breakfast Club. I didn't get to see it because I was at jury duty selection today. And I really was, like, ho- waiting. So I'm glad that we got to see that before we started talking. Yes. So the bird Birdman showed up to for Breakfast Club, seemingly for an interview. Seemingly. I have no idea what his intentions were. Mm-hmm. Apparently his intentions were 90 seconds long. Um, showed up. Uh, pretty much at the beginning said, listen, respect my name. Respect. Respect. Respect with two Ks. I've, I, I said I said this on Twitter. I'm so glad that like he tweets the way he speaks because it's like full of typos when he types. I'm not even mad. Like sometimes I say my vowels in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I used to say pizza instead of pizza. Like I'm not even mad at it. Like I get pizza. it. Pizza. Uh, I just I, yeah okay. <laughs> so, um, so yes. Yeah, I don't. What do you think about it? Just like watching it. Other we just than finished watching. Yes. I mean, I think. Out of all of it, the person that kind of looks a little crazy is is Birdman. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if he had some issues, which, I mean, whether reasonable or not, that was his platform to talk about it. Absolutely. That is, you don't have to go on there. And, I mean, I, I actually think we, journalists prefer if you don't talk about whatever you're promoting. Everyone would like a conversation mm-hmm. with whoever the, the artist is. But I think he should have taken that opportunity to actually, when Charlemagne asked mm-hmm. what was up as he should have like then that was his time to be like i feel like he should have brought it like a legal notepad of all the things that they've done wrong to him and just said listen but like subsection a b y'all called me a star-headed doofus (laughs) if that was but you know what you're getting yourself into when you go to the breakfast club Charlamagne's hilarious and he's very on like you know what you're getting so can you if you're if you got issues already either talk about them or don't go on the show Mm -hmm. and i yeah and i feel like i don't know it's would have been far more respectable for him to lay out his issues like an adult instead of just pouting in the them corner. Anyway. Like I don't this. know. I don't think he would have yes. answered them anyway. Because it, it would no doubt have been questions about Wayne and why, you know, Wayne is still there. And then Drake and Nikki. And I, I just feel like he wouldn't have answered that. Talk up, like, but then why are you doing interviews? Like, mm-hmm. do you can't expect journalists. We're journalists. You can't expect us to not ask the questions that people want to know. Isn't that what you would listeners or readers want to know yes Absolutely. why would you not ask it? like if if you don't want to answer the question then some of these artists don't do interviews yeah that's then go that route and shows the future don't like doing interviews i thought mm-hmm. he didn't was he oh no I, don't. I feel like he just enjoys music more and just like i don't this other part of the game i, I mean don't i don't respect but also <laughs> i think when he did his interview rounds and i think he did two interviews right the breakfast club and the huffington post mm-hmm. that was um during Sierra Sierra talk, mm-hmm. so like I think he knew he was going to get Sierra questions, right? So, but also like that's 
your celebrity. I don't know. I don't know. Carlos, what do you think about this Birdman interview? Um, he's not very bright. <laughs> um, I wish like he has sort of a legacy in hip hop, and it's a very important legacy. Like 400 Degrees went what double platinum or very least platinum, multiple platinum, multiple platinum. Multiple. Like it was one of the few. Like he he ran a record label. Kids labels. call it multi platinum. Multi platinum. All right, whatever, man. <laughs> anyway. The kids. The kids call him multi-platinum. <laughs> it went triple myrrh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But it's like he runs his... It's like every year it feels like he runs that legacy even deeper in the ground, just being, one, a shady business person, two, just being a child. And I feel like, I don't know, just loves being rich. Someone made a meme of, like, him in, like, detention, because that's what it seemed like when he, like, crossed his Absolutely. arms. Absolutely. Yeah. So many memes So this many morning. Jordan faces over him. So many memes this morning. You were in ju- dur- jury duty, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and I think I Carlos that. was, just, like, asleep. Nah, I was awake. I saw all the... Like, I, when I woke up, I could skip forward into, like, the time that the Breakfast Club interview had just finished. Mm-hmm. So I saw all the memes, and I just, like, scrolled up, and I was like, save, save, nice. save, save. <laughs> oh, this is this is definitely mood. I feel... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't have enough reaction memes in my fucking... Phone. You've got to... Yo, first of all, I follow, like, at least... I want to say, like, 60% of, like, what would be, like, the Twitter meme, like, society. Mm-hmm. And those people that just put out memes just for people to laugh at. That's good. I appreciate those people. Yes. Yeah, you got to aggregate the memes. Um, memes are a currency now. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, he's working on his I've album. i trading memes with people. His album's called Miss Gladys, by the way. Miss Gladys? Yes, Miss Gladys. Is that what he wants to be known as? I have no idea. Wait, what, Bird, like, Birdman? is that his mom? Birdman's new album. Is that his mother's name? I have no idea. What's I the reference? Gladys, I, um, I, I making an appearance. Yo no say. Let's see. <laughs> Yo no say. Who? Miss Gladys. Is. And Rich Gang too, which is Miss very disappointing. Yeah. Cause very disappointing. As lovers. Gladys. Pause. As. <laughs> you spelled Gladys wrong. Maybe. As, but then again, I'm spelling it like Gladys Knight, so maybe. It's it, it's it's spelled like Gladys yeah. Who is. Um, Gladys Williams is probably his mother. Oh, Gladys. Yes, his yeah, mother. Yes, his mom's. So. Is it going to be an emotional album? <laughs> an emotional bird man album, yes. just like auto tune crooning. Mom, what oh, if damn. What if that's like like the weight of his soul, like just like that's like his soft weakest point. Well, I mean, he didn't show it today. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently didn't show. It's like, um, yes. Yeah, so it's Miss Gladys and the Second Rich Gang compilation, which is of mm-hmm. course who t- is technically on Rich Gang. So Rich Gang now, like at this very moment, Rich Gang was a lot of people who he was friends with initially. So he was like, "Oh, we're Rich Gang. We're totally this crew of like right. buds and like crew guys. Yes, who were together. We're thick as thieves." We may actually steal with no, not confirmed. Um, we, <laughs> you know, we make great songs like Tap Out and have all these people with money. And then eventually when the troubles with Wayne started, it just, everyone sort of dispersed immediately. Like Ross, who was like friends with Wayne, was no longer a part of it. Future is just doing his own thing because he's right, on right. another planet. Nicki Minaj is doing her own thing. Lil Wayne, duh. Um, so it became less about sort of rich gang. So he sort of assimilated from then, um, rich homie Quan and young thug, right. which was a good look. Cause it was mm-hmm. two young, hungry, viable rap stars with great chemistry, with great chemistry that worked together on this incredible tape. And now it's like rich homie Quan is doing his own thing. And like young thug is like equally on another planet. 
And it's just like, who's in Rich Gang now? Jacquees. I think it might be Jacquees. Who's a great singer on... So, one person? One yeah. person. It might be rich a couple guys. more people. There were like just 10 like people in the room. There were 10 people guys. in the room with them. I assume in, okay. some of them have to be part of it. Um, I have no idea who's still signed to Cash Money. I think we're still Milliard is still signed. Oh, I think um, <laughs> Little Twist. Still, no, I'm kidding. No, they're, I think okay. Little Twist is they're the They're also one. signed to Cash Money, no? I mean, when did... I mean, if they're going back and forth, right? Oh, on yes, issue, they are money still... issues, then, and doesn't Drake still owe an album? He might, yeah. To he... get off of the deal? Well, I feel like we'll see that I with think, Views from the I think six. Views may be the last one. I remember he had like three or four left. And I felt like if you're reading this too, I thought that was the last one, but maybe this one is the last one. Yeah. It's an actual official. I mean, even though I think if you're reading this too late, it was an official album. But yeah. So, you know, stay tuned to all the... Yes. To hijinks of Birdman and his rowdy crew, Rich Gang. Um, of one. Of one. DJ Khaled joins Beyonce on the Formation Tour and also announces his album, Major Key. Am I the only one who feels... All right, so I used to follow Birdman on Snapchat. Birdman or Khaled? Khaled. Mm-hmm. I Odie used to follow Khaled on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Birdman does not have a Snapchat as far as I know. Um... Very, um, you know, wake up, eat a lot of food, ride a jet ski. Healthy breakfast. Healthy-esque. Yes. It's a lot of breakfast. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> unlike you, I'm not going to judge Khaled okay. on his all food right. intake. Well, all right. But it did seem healthy. Yes. Um, ride jet skis, get lost at sea. Yes. That was awesome. hilarious. Um, says a lot of things. And then a lot of things that he said will pop up on my Snapchat feed. He so I just calls his plants beautiful. He like treats his plants very kindly. I feel that's that's nice. I feel like he is a kind guy. I feel like he is a necessarily good guy with a good heart who's just like very extra at all times. Um, but I feel like his trajectory is like a Vine star, like. And it's a hot take. I'll, I'll say it's a it's, hot. It's t- a hot. It's take. It's a very hot take. Like his like. He's become uber popular off of a social media app. And, and like, phrases. he's gotten all of these phrases and, like, bookings and, like, videos. Good for him. I say good for him. It's no, much deserved. It's Yes. I think that if you aren't familiar with Khaled's uh, past and legacy, then this oh, seems no, a he's little... A, he's a great DJ. Yeah, this seems like... I think... I think What's special about Khaled is he just knows how to bring people together and what mm-hmm. sound and knows how to make something sound amazing. Um, and I mean, clearly he has hits to prove that. Mm-hmm. So I think that now it's like Pete Khaled. It's very much so Pete Khaled. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's a very, unfortunately, it's a trend. And I feel like his popularity is a trend. Similar Does that to, annoy you? It Yes. It annoys me to see. The major keys everywhere mm-hmm. because it, it comes yeah. out a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like it's too much. But then I guess think back to the Khaled before Snapchat and that makes you a little bit proud or like excited for him that he's gotten to the point where he's open. Like he's going on tour with Beyonce. He is going on tour. So, I don't know how that's going to turn out, like how that's going to work. I really? think all I know is probably a lot of featured guests. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Every mm-hmm. city. I mean, there's <laughs> there has to be someone like. Don't tell me that French probably won't like fly. I'm sure French will uh, to be on a show with Beyonce. He can, of well. course, yeah. So I'm sure Julius is there and just <laughs> 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 with all the people that um, Beyonce will bring on tour and 
etc. Like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know this. And then it's so you're a hater. I what you are saying yes. I do not like <laughs> the sort of DJ Khaled. I feel like it's a bit much. And I'm ready. I guess I was used to just sort of the music. And I understand his popularity now. He's a personality. But I just feel like overall, it's like a... You know how, like, Lil Jon was popular in, like, 2004 Mm -hmm. when Dave Chappelle, like... Right. ...did that, and then it became, like, a lot of what? And yes, and et cetera. I feel like it's similar to that. I feel Mm -hmm. like this is what we're going through with Khaled right now. And I've seen it with a lot of Vine stars, because I used to, like, watch Vines before. I don't know who's on Vine anymore. I think people are just making money. Um, And some of these people are already rich. Yeah, um, but... I feel like that's sort of the it's a it's a good thing to capitalize on because it brings him a lot of exposure and it, we are in a sort of social media age where it's very his reach is incredible his but um I think when you think of vine though you think of like overnight success and at least that's what I think and nah, then, it's got a sometimes it's got a bubble sometimes you could have like a vine that's been out for like two months and right. it gets immediately so, popular because maybe the song they're using or maybe just very true. Like, they just had one good vine, and, like, they got shared by the right amount of people. Mm. I just think that Khaled's been in the game for too long, in my opinion, to associate him with something that's just very, uh... All, he's trendy, right. as trendy as, I guess, you would associate with, like, a vine axe. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, if this wasn't happening, I think Khaled would still be... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like winning even I, don't I don't know, because the last album... I, but again, like I think it's yeah that's that is, fine. No, that's you true. Could, you could have like I, a not fire album, well, like a not super hot album, well, but still be doing numbers. I feel like it was a number of. All right, maybe I I, I don't know. It, it was a number of albums where it was just like he cooled off. I'll say this: he very much still cooled off from the I'm on ones and then like no new friends, which was fire, but it you know wasn't I'm on one, which is he has an it album. happens. He has an album coming out, right? Yes, it's called Major Key. I'm very, uh, of course it is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see the sound that he's going for this round. You know why I have an issue with Khaled because I bought his first album and I very much still hated it. You gotta let it go. No. Let it. That's not Khaled's fault that you didn't like his album. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not your taste. You didn't like it. No. Someone else did. He also. made an album I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> he made an album I didn't like, and I bought it, and because I, I thought "Listen" was a great. Record. I think that that's just you mad at yourself, and no. you're taking it out on Cali. No, you got to spend your money a little more wisely. Listen. Now that we have like leaks that come out early, you can listen to the album before you buy it. Listen, this was back in 2006. Your LimeWire wasn't popping. No, my Kaza. I'm just saying that, that this sounds like a personal problem, not Khaled's all problem. All right, all right, all right, Doctor Phil. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, I'm I'm. Not related or associated with Khaled whatsoever, but I'm just excited that someone that's been doing something for so long has hit their mainstream spotlight. He's been BJ for like ever. I just I just look at him as like an A and R, like it's just mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. Um. So unfortunately, this week, two major passings, mm-hmm. and um, the first, which took me by surprise, and I'm not sure how you're familiar you are with China, the wrestler. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm familiar, probably not as familiar or. Probably not as big as a fan mm-hmm. as like other wrestling fans, but Us. like, yes, you guys. Well, I don't know if you're as big, like, but he yes, <laughs> you're like damn Surprise. right. Um, Surprise! But I grew up watching wrestling with my dad, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you guys saw like on Twitter. I asked one time where like vintage wrestling mags are at because I wanted to buy him a couple. But mm-hmm. like, so I grew up on her and like the Undertaker and Macho Man and Hulk. Like, I was that was all my the mm-hmm. time that I watched it, and then. 
it got a little too cheesy for me. Sure. And then I wasn't around my dad as I moved. You know, like, so I just stopped watching right. it as much. But I was there through the China legacy. So it's unfortunate because um, of the way she was sort of, the sort of the way her legacy in wrestling ended and then henceforth and then everything sort of after that. Um, so she was pretty much like abandoned by. Yeah. She yeah. was right. essentially like blackballed, abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, her her departure came um, allegedly. I want to say allegedly because, you know, there's three sides to <laughs> every story. Journalist. Yes, yes. Um, because she was initially dating Triple H. Mm-hmm. And somehow Stephanie McMahon came into the picture and then they sort of had their own thing mm-hmm. while she believed that they were still together. And then when she found out they, you know, he was actually seeing Stephanie McMahon, it became this entire thing. Yeah. It became this sort of hostile work environment. I'll put it like that, as hostile as a work environment as a professional wrestling company can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she decided not to renew her contract, and they decided to go separate ways. Um, from there on, I guess for the past 15 years, they have very seldom acknowledged her existence. the What she did for the company, um, the attention she brought, um, there was a huge um, magazine, huge edition of Playboy, which she was on the cover of. Mm-hmm. She wrestled men. She became the first ever female intercontinental champion, which is like the secondary to the big championship. And she became the first, you know, King of the Ring entrant, um, the first Royal Rumble entrant. So it's like all these very much accomplishments for a woman. And um, she sort of, I guess, broke boundaries in terms of that. Right. Um so for the, for the past 15 years, they really haven't, really haven't, because of this issue, because she's, you know, spoken outwardly about um, possibly verbal abuse that she's gotten while she was in the company and mm-hmm. after, um, because she, you know, she eventually dabbled in pornography. Um, she, you know, scenes for various Man, companies. they can't be mad at that. Um, Porn kind of like wrestling. There's theatrics. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they can't be mad at that. Um, they haven't acknowledged her, and the one time they did acknowledge her was last year when they asked, what about China going into the Hall of Fame? And Triple H, who was in the interview, said, um, we don't want, when people Google her, the first thing to see is porn, and that's why she's not in sort of the Hall Someone's of Fame. Someone's petty and jealous and insecure. Right. So now, unfortunately, over the last decade, like, you've just seen her, and it was just... Everything just looked painful mm-hmm. in yeah. terms of you could see it in her face. You could see it in her outcry for support. You could see it in everything. It just looked like pain. And I feel like towards the latter part of her year, she was eventually, you know, moving back up and was really getting herself out there. And then it looks like a drug overdose, but it's not confirmed as to she was found, you know, dead Wednesday. And it looked like she was dead for actually more than a day. Really? So they um, found her. Like- yeah, they found her. Um, one of her friends found her. And unfortunately, she passed away. Um, it's very tough for me as sort of a wrestling fan. And I think it's a lot more because um, uh, I feel like she cried for help a lot. And I felt like it went on a lot of deaf ears because the way history is perceived by you know, the people who sort of created it was um, she was sort of she had sort of gone off the deep end and had done all this like pornography, done all these shows and things like that. And it just mm-hmm. altered the perception between people. And all she really did was to ask for help. And she pleaded to be in the Hall of Fame because she felt like her career and all she wanted was that one moment 
um, to be accepted by fans again. One moment should just be remembered because she had this very popular career from the Attitude Era, which was the most popular point of you know WWE history. Mm-hmm. And all she wanted to do was be remembered, and it was consistently turned down. And she's rallied, and she's done all these other things. And it was just, I think, um, it was a lot of asking people for help and a lot of people just sort of not just turning it down, but just turning her away and dismissing her. Yeah. And I just felt like it, a lot of things could have been, they, they could have done a lot more things to sort of help. And I think now, in hindsight, now that she has passed, it's just like, it leaves a sour taste in a lot of wrestling fans' mouth, a lot of people's mouth in general, that they're acknowledging her now because they didn't bother to when she was alive, when she was asking for help, when she was... When they're doing a lot of these, you know, nostalgia runs or yeah, something along Yeah, they're taking the... advantage of the legacy instead of appreciating it when they should have. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it was a hard. I, I asked myself well, plenty of questions um, through that entire. I think it was Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, when it was reported, and I just like I had a lot of thoughts and a lot of questions, and then, you know, as I was starting to just you know, move into a bit of normalcy. The Prince thing happened, mm-hmm. and that hit me like a... That shit just came out of the sky. That it was so, hit me hard. Like, you didn't even see it coming. You barely even knew that there was anything wrong with Prince. Right. Yeah. Um, so, as of now, I think it... it they said it does look like a, a drug-associated... Mm-hmm. Right. Death? I think... Drug overdose? I believe so. I believe he was sick. And it was something along the lines. I think he was. I don't know if he was taking medication to help mm-hmm. um, improve himself along along those lines. But um, yeah, it was it was just a lot. Um, and I'm for. I'll admit, I've heard. I haven't heard every Prince album. Mm-hmm. Um, I know his very popular songs. I think it wasn't the age I grew up listening to music more mid '90s to late '90s. Right. So Prince had. Very, I remember Musicology, which is like 2004. I remember 1999. I remember those sort of things. And then, like, later in life, when they started doing the tributes and when everyone started, you know, I that's when I sort of I recognized Prince then and the impact he had. And just, like, didn't even understand the impact he had in music in terms of just, like, the music industry and not wanting you know, as he called it, to be a slave to the music industry, mm-hmm. wanting his to be things to be released on his own terms, creatively to do the things that he wanted to do. Um, he's the first, per- not one of the first person, but one of the most notable people to, you know, own his own label, which is produces music, his own masters, his own recording, mm-hmm. his own productions, everything, yes. to sort of do it himself because, you know, I don't think he wanted that in the hands of other people. And I don't know. I just want to know you guys' thoughts on this sort of situation because it's a very grim... Uh... Um, honestly, when we talk about his legacy, it's just like... It's like a huge literal umbrella that covers like multi-genre and multi-sections mm-hmm. of like music. Like he's a person that's been around for decades. Mm-hmm. So that's why his legacy has so like it, it resonates so far, right? What do you think, Erica? Um, I mean, Prince is like this. I say is because I, it's still weird to say mm-hmm. was. Um, is this like magical, like immortal being yeah. that you just yeah. never thought would pass? Like you just that wasn't. We thought the same thing about Bowie. MJ. You did, yeah. yeah. You didn't think 
this person, this like not even a person. He was just like he was this, so mythical. Yeah. He was like yeah, he was just like larger he, than life. Just like he looked mythical. Yes, he I came feel like off as if he was like, like I was feel just, like at award shows, there's like a portal behind stage where he would just he come would out just from like, like a somehow, huge purple world, yes. just be summoned and, and he would be there, and it would be amazing. He would say you have great to sacrifice things. at least three backup singers exactly. to get Prince at the award show. Every everything that he said. When he had the platform to, you know, had some sort of meaning or you know weight behind it. Yeah, I think. I mean, what I, what I appreciated or appreciate still about Prince is he made you feel like you could be mm-hmm. however you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. He was so well accepted, genderless, yes. and like, and it did not matter what anyone else had to say. It Absolutely. did not matter their comments, their judgments. Like Prince kind of like set that example and especially for people of color Mm -hmm. to be like i could be this weirdo right i could be this magical person Mm -hmm. i could wear this and put my hair this way or do my hair this way right and it doesn't matter because i'm still amazing and like he made you feel like that was how life should be Mm -hmm. not that's what you should do but like that's how this world and i think that's also why he was so private because Mm -hmm. he was that person that like lived in in this world and i don't think in the real world, we don't people don't accept that. So he kind of had his own world. Right. Where like that's mm-hmm. he could be who he was. Right. And when he would like come out of his shell into like the real world, he would like all see that we were also trying to live that way. Also. Right. And I think that's just kind of what sucks is that like, but also amazing at the same time that he like made us feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shade, man, the yes, shade that the he shade. threw is just so amazing. The, the side eyes and like. The we are was it the we are the world uh yes like we're the, we are the world where he was just like Quincy Jones like passing the mic and instead he like passing. took the lollipop out of his mouth and gave it to Quincy and then just put, put it back, back in his, his mouth because he, was like, he I don't feel he like didn't singing. like respect yeah. he didn't care like yeah. I think uh, there was somewhere I think he said where he, like the, leave it it's the most notable moment of Prince Shade that I remember happened at the BET Awards oh his eyes. Where it was, was just that like when the Trey, song- Trey songs, yes. It wasn't even Trey songs wasn't even a part of the official tribute. It was just kind of awkward for me now, looking back now, because they had a tribute where someone performed Purple Rain and he decided to, on his own opportune time, he's like, "Hey, Prince is here. They're tributing Prince, so I'm going to perform Purple Rain before everyone else does." Yeah. Of the scheduled tribute where they're performing Purple Rain, and you know he sounded the way he sounded, and Prince was just like, you know. Young man. Yes. Um, How dare some, you? like, you know, that's, 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 that's he's singing in front of a fan or something along those the lines. The whole albums matter. Yes. Um, albums, books matter. Uh, albums matter albums like matter just like, like black. Books, books and black lives. Right. And kind of side-eye mm-hmm. uh, the then, audience to make sure that they got that. Yes, yes. So, I mean, it's. He shaded people as we all wish that we could. And then Beck, one of, Beck walks up to accept album of the year and is like, oh, my God, I got to meet Prince. And Prince is just like, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yes, I'm Prince. Yes, Beyonce should have won. <laughs> yes, Beyonce. Um, I think, I mean, it's. I think it also feels like he's not gone just because of how, how uh, the impact. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's the same with Bowie. It's just like the impact is just so strong. Mm-hmm. It lives through, like, all of us. So right. I think... It hasn't sunk in, and when it has, it's kind of like, no, I'm not gonna accept it. It's just gonna. <laughs> Prince is still here, um, but yeah, it's a very, it's a very sad loss. Right. Um, this was it. Mm-hmm. You made it through it. All You're of ending it. with deaths. Well, no, I'm ending with thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ending with thank you for um, for coming to you know this podcast and doing our podcast. Mm-hmm. 
We I feel like we have a, a great, great opportunity. I feel like we have a great roster of. No, I'm actually starving. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm yes. starving, and there's like multiple things going on. Yes. Like I have like an event I've got to run to tonight. Uh, so my... busy. Yes. Okay. So busy. Yeah, my schedule's. Retarded. I feel like we have a great crop of ladies who've been on this podcast because not many ladies have been on this podcast, and like uh, then you should change that. I know, but you know, we've been trying to change. We've that. been trying to change it. But, you right. know, it happens. We have a great crop of ladies. You're in great company. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Two Bells Hall of Fame. Yes, in the Two Bells Hall of Fame. I will add you to Essentials playlist. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, oh, oh, more. Go ahead. Before you go, I want you to tell the people where they can follow you at and see your work. Oh, I thought you were going to make me do a drop, and I was just like, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 do no we don't do drops. No. I'm not going to pressure you into that. I'm, I'm just not saying, a rapper. promote yourself. No. Um, When's your mixtape drop? Uh, <laughs> That'd be so dope if I had a mixtape. <laughs> we have a mixtape coming soon, eventually. Do um, you? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. It'll, it's the Mini first. Pods. I feel like yes, it's the first podcast. I, as far as I know, don't, I don't know. say that. Let it like. Cause Let it someone, be. Someone's gonna come grab that from you. We're, we're already finished. Oh, oh we actually okay, copyrighted. Good. It <laughs> we're already finished. Okay, we're good. ready. Okay. And I have a gun underneath the belt. Uh, <laughs> yes. um, I'll pull up. <laughs> wow. Okay. Respect. Uh, <laughs> uh, where you can on um, Twitter, it's three Rika, three R I K A. Yes. Mm. Um, on what is that it? Do I have to keep? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. you on like? You can, I mean, you have you know, Illy Mag. Yes, IllyMag.com yes. is my magazine about love. Yes. Um, IllyMag.com. So much about love. Go on there. Tell me what you think of it. Tell me what should be on there more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know. All right. I want to know. When are you guys writing for it? When are you going to do something for it? Um, I will have to figure out a lot more of these um, tragedies that is my life. Uh, it doesn't have to be a bad of, thing. I know right It's no more good. than likely going to be a bad thing. I know right <laughs> no good. I know right do. no good, so I, I wouldn't think I'd do that. I like, will transcribe. Oh, you're transcribed. You know, my... There is an illy podcast in the works. Ooh. So. Maybe yes. that could be something that since you don't write, <laughs> yeah. you I know, up. I know, I know, write no good. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. I know, write no good, Poppy. Um, but yes, um, elite, po- elite podcast. Yeah, elite that's podcast. in the works. Mm, beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, so we're gonna end off here. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Thank you so for much for, for having me. No Thank problem. Thank you so much, Erica, for coming through. I hope I'm, I wasn't as much of a diva as you. No, nah, you can. You, First of all, first of all, I didn't no one get in that over, water no one in overalls, no one in overalls could be a diva. Uh, <laughs> like a child in this. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yes, um, we'll be back next week again. I guess it's Views Week next week. Yeah, Views Week next week. That's We've exciting. Got, that is I know. Exciting. I'm still waiting for my OVO chain. He's got to send me that. Yes. Okay. It is a nice sequin butter pecan. <laughs> butter pecan. <laughs> floral arrangement that goes. It's not actually it, a chain. It it's more a, of a. It comes in a fruit basket. It's more of a. It comes you know, in a fruit basket. One of those like with flower. With a chocolate owl in it. Oh my! One God. of those flower crown Ooh, things. That's salted caramel inside. That's like a like a Snapchat filter. It just says OVO. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the view Snapchat filter. Yes. I think it's gonna be an owl necklace. Probably, probably. And you could just put it on by taking like a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are out. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>